0: Hope you're having a great day. It's a little gloomy out there. York and I are here to keep you company. Waddle and Sylvie in an hour. Tyler Aki tonight at 6. Don't forget to buy your tickets for the big celebration bash, the 25th anniversary party that we're throwing. It's a big to-do. Yeah, I mean, ESPN Chicago has been on the air since 98. It's 25 years. We're going to have a big party on Friday, March 24th at the House of Blues. You can buy your tickets now. You do have to be 21 or older. Go to livenation.com, search ESPN Chicago. You will see the event Get your ticket. Doors open at 11. We'll start our show at noon with the Mac, Yurko, and Harry reunion. That's right. MJH back together. Waddle and Sylvie will be there live. It is going to be a fun six-hour broadcast, seven-hour day. Like I said, those doors are going to open at 11. And guests that have been confirmed to be there in person. Not only are we doing the MJH reunion. That's right. In person. Eddie O., Jay Cutler, Robbie Gold. I mean, uh, Black and Abdal were reading off some of those names. I'm forgetting some too of the crew they just Jordan,
1: Jordan, and
0: uh, uh, Jordan, Cornette, Cornette, and Shea. Shea. Absolutely, they'll be going them. Nick Friedel, Ray Flores, Luke Sweet, Luke Canalis, Sweet Lou. Lou. I don't think Huge is coming, but Sweet no, Lewis. is not making the comeback? I don't think Huge is making the comeback, no. Have we
1: uh, reached out to Nick Pinto to make sure he gets back in here? Oh, I
0: love me some Nick Pinto. Yeah. we got to make sure Nick's on the invite list. Little I, Nick Pinto. I, I, Nick works over at the Big Ten Network now, I'm pretty sure. Does he? Sure. Yeah, yes. I'm sure he could stop by to say hello. Love Nick Pinto. Part of the infancy of this thing, you know? We got to get the ho G out there. You know uh, Howard used to Howard be part Griffith of our team here. Part of it, yes. Did, I did pre and post for a couple of seasons oh, with Howard. Yeah. yeah, he used to go nuts on Sunday mornings. I'd bring in the Roser's pastry box. Oh, when oh, we yeah. had the road, uh, the for the road games because you know when home games road we were games. always on the road That's doing right. the show live. The road games, boy. Howard would he come in and he'd be looking. Did you bring them? Yeah, yeah. I got the pastries, Howard. I'd stop bright and early, six a.m. Right when Roser's open. Here we go. A bunch of bear claws and long johns. And you got to like that. And, oh my Bear claw. Nice. Uh, yeah, apple fritter. You, you get a yourself a fritter.
1: good apple fritter, man. That's all you need. I love apple fritters. Yeah. I, I don't eat them much
0: because I feel like it's a little too gluttonous. Oh, it can be. It's, it's it's a lot. It can be. You know, I stop at Donut Vault every Friday morning. It's my guilty pleasure. I got a few of them, but that's one of them.
2: Every
1: but
0: Friday. hasn't been a while because you used to bring them in. I I stopped myself every... There were donuts here last Friday. What? I had a box of Donut see. Vault. Yeah. I stopped and get a donut... At Vault every Friday morning, I never miss it. I look forward to it all week, Eirco. One donut, and sometimes I think, should I get the apple fritter today? But normally, I I tell myself
1: it's a meaty apple fritter it's, too. It's gigantic, There's no that size thing of my is just, head. yeah,
0: it's big. <laughs> I'm like, I can't, I can't do yeah. it. But next time, how about I get you one tomorrow? You want one tomorrow? Yeah, I'll get you one tomorrow. Absolutely, I'll bring the coffee. All right, I'll bring you black. Black. I like, but I, well, there's cream in the fridge, so I like a little cream in my. Co- All right, I like well, cream get it in, in my coffee, coffee cream in, in, my,
1: in my coffee. You're so vain.
0: <laughs> I
1: like that, Carly Simon, right? <laughs> yes, it is. What's friend. the other one? Black coffee in bed. I don't know that one. You never, you never had that one. No, by Squeeze, I believe. Black coffee and black bed? coffee in bed by Squeeze. Jake, find that song. I want to hear it. any song that's got coffee in it. We should reference our top five coffee
0: songs. Jeez, that have coffee in it. Well. Of course uh, when we say I've got cream in my coffee that's a parody of Carly Simon's song. It does not really say I got cream in my coffee? I thought I, it really did. I don't think she I don't think the lyrics are I've got cream in my coffee. No. My coffee.
1: What the hell are the lyrics then? I've been singing You're cream so in my vain. I've been singing cream I bet in my
0: you coffee. This song for years. is about you, oh, don't hell. you. That song is about Warren Beatty. Hell. Yes it is. For all you youngsters out there. Who are going, what's a Carly Simon and what's a Warren Beatty? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wanna, we'll get back to the calls. I want to read a few things here from Courtney and from Matt Miller. Courtney Cronin, of course, who does great work covering the Bears for ESPN.com. Uh, they talked about some potential offers that make sense, all right, for the Bears. Potential offers, Indianapolis Colts, number four overall, a second rounder, a fourth rounder, and a 20,24 20, third rounder. This is the trade scenario I laid out in my recent two-round mock. This was from Matt Miller, and we talked about it a couple of weeks ago when he did it. Uh, This follows conversations at the Senior Bowl with various front office personnel. The overwhelming feedback was the Bears won't get a King's ransom for the number one pick, but Indy had the best situation in terms of draft capital and trading the pick out of the NFC. Uh, and then Courtney Reutz about uh, the Bears' angle. Iber steamed uh, the three-technique interior defensive line position. The engine that would make everything go. Drafting Carter at four would instantly shore up the NFL's worst pass rush and help slow down opponents' run games. Texans offered the number two, a third-rounder, a fourth-rounder, and a 2024 third-rounder, Yurko. So I, nothing yet of an extra first-round pick, yeah. if you'll notice. But then when they get to the Carolina example, and Josh Schrock wrote about this over at NBC Sports earlier this week. Carolina. Yeah. Because if Carolina wants to go from 9 to 1... They got to pay. You got to pay. And now you're really sweetening the pot. 9 overall. Okay. Third rounder. Fourth. And this is for the Carolina Panthers to go up to number one. So the Bears would go back to 9. Right. They'd get a third rounder and a fourth rounder. A first rounder next year and a third rounder next year. Now that... Is the king's ransom? That's, yeah, that's what that you you'd want. say.
1: Whoa, baby! So what you're looking maybe to do if they come all the way up to one. If you moved them from one to four, and they went from four nine to four, mm,
0: now it wouldn't be as sweet, right? Wouldn't
1: be as sweet. Would be, still be sweet. That's not as p-
0: sweet, but sweet. That's four picks, not including the pick that you go back, you know, to number nine, not including that one. That's four extra picks. Would it be? That'll go up to four. Would it be only three picks? But you get that extra th- first rounder next year. That would be so enticing and so intriguing to me, Eric. It really would be. I'd go for that. Yeah, I think I would, too. This does not include the Brian Burns package that...
1: Yeah, the Brock one that, wrote uh, about. that yeah. wasn't bad either. And then you're oh, always boy. questioning, why are you willing to let go of a guy? I, that's what I don't get. Sometimes guys are just, you know, is he worth the money to us? Yeah. But he might be worth the money to somebody else. Is he worth the money to us? Because at some point you got to pay him.
0: I'd pay him. Yeah, and You're probably going to pay him now. And uh, the... The Bears angle here that Courtney and Matt write about. Number nine could be a sweet spot to add offensive line help. Northwestern's Pete Skoranski, Ohio State's Paris Johnson Jr., or Georgia's Broderick Jones. Could be available and would make sense. Chicago could have one of them move Braxton Jones to right tackle next year. Gary's in Woodstock on ESPN 1000 with Carmen and Yurko. What's up, Gary?
2: Hey, how you
3: guys doing? Great. Doing good. Good. I got two takes for you. You might... You might blow me up. You might be on board with it. Um, in my personal opinion, I tell my little brother this all the time. I think if Justin Fields turns out to be Lamar Jackson, I I don't think that's I don't think that's good.
0: Well, uh, the mobile quarterback thing.
3: Yeah.
1: yeah well, I, mean, I want you... him to be more like Jalen Hurts. I'll tell you that for damn sure. I saw Jalen Hurts floating some beautiful balls in between two defenders. He was great. Yeah. I mean, he had a really good game, except for the fact that he dropped the ball.
0: You're always going to shorten the shelf life of any player, certainly a quarterback, the more they have to run. Jalen Hurts put some beautiful balls out there. Phenomenal. Beautiful. He played great. I mean,
1: some of of his throws were fantastic. He put up one bad pass. So let's not do the Lamar Jackson thing anymore. That's not who I want to compare Justin Fields to him. I need Justin Fields to become Jalen Hurts. There
3: you go. Then I'd be happy. do Do you agree, though, if he is? Jackson that we made a bad pick. I
1: oh, think look, I mean I just think you fall short. He falls short in the quarterbacking range. I think he's still got a chance to be very successful, but I think he does fall short in that quarterbacking range that you want of a guy that could be a complete quarterback.
0: Well, well and I know where you bring it up, Gary. He's missed games the last two years. Twelve games in twelve games. Yeah. He's missed five he's missed ten games, Lamar Jackson, the last couple of years. That's not what you want, of course.
3: Two hundred million for him is a mistake. Just mistake. Now they offered it and he turned it down. He's awfully yeah. good. I they mean,
0: offered him the money. Baltimore wanted to pay him. Of he course. said no. I, I think they're, yeah, I don't know, I don't know how that whole thing's going to end up. Gary, did you have a second point, did you say?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, in my eyes, I see uh, quarterbacks, you know, the mobile quarterbacks when they come in. I mean, I guess the best I could think of is Steve Young, just off the top of my head, or Mahomes. Those mobile quarterbacks, the better they get, they turn into an agile quarterback, which is where I, which is where I seem home, and then they turn into a pocket passer, the more their career progresses. Don't you think that yeah. shelf life, if they stay a mobile quarterback, just that window turns into almost the shelf life of yes, a running
0: back? Absolutely. It goes quick. I think it's why Russell Wilson stopped scrambling and running as much. He realized he's got to protect himself. I think it's why you saw – I mean, Josh Allen still ran the ball a lot, but not quite as heavy on the design runs, especially as the season went on with Josh Allen. Yes, it's going to shorten your quarterback shelf life, and you don't want that to happen.
1: Carson Wentz, because he ran into the end zone, got sandwiched. His career's been over,
0: basically. Pretty much. Gary, thanks. Joe's in Oak Forest. What's up, Joe?
3: Hey, what's going on, fellas? Um, so first off, I thought the coffee and the apple fritters. Give me the black coffee with the apple fritters all day. Nice combo um so uh to me bryce young is i mean we got two outliers i feel like bryce young is more of a
1: comp towards uh kyler murray um it just scares me because at the um the senior bowl and stuff like that i mean they're they're playing
3: amongst their peers these guys are all the same age pretty much i mean if he was out there against i mean i'm i'm the Eagles' defense is the best, and the, was the best in the league. But I mean, I mean, any of these defensive ends or somebody's freaking nose tackles gets a hold of that kid, I know. they're going to sling his neck. And I guarantee you, he's going to be a fumble machine. He's not going to be able to hold on to the ball. or are going to be whipping him on the ground so hard.
0: I know. I just, I, I'm, I'm scared of it too, Joe. I don't know how you play that position anymore uh, at that size, at that weight, more than anything. I mean, Kyler Murray's the same height. Kyler Murray's got 15, 20 pounds on him, York. Kyler Murray's 210 pounds. You could see it in Kyler Murray's frame. I mean, he's short. There's no doubt. And are you? I, uh, Kyler can, is, is just as prone to getting hurt, and we've seen that too. Yep. I just don't know how you take the punter. And quarterbacks obviously are protected, yes, but it's still football. You're going to get hit. Hey, they're, they're going to get hit. I don't know how a 5'10", pounds frame can the, hold the, up. The challenge
1: of durability is always there for any quarterback, be 5'10", or be 6'6". The question of durability is always going to be there. And those quarterbacks that can find ways to avoid the contact, which is almost inherent to the position now as far as pass rush. But if you're willing to run, that's where it comes back into play. So the more Uh, of a passer you become,
0: the less likely Likely. there's a chance of you getting an injury. And Bryce Young is not a scrambling quarterback. I mean, he can be... uh, I feel like we saw it in the... Was it the bowl game? I don't know. Well, CJ. That's what I was thinking. CJ wasn't much of a scrambler. And then in in the bowl game, he went nuts. Um, Or in the uh, semifinal game, he went nuts. I mean, but Bryce isn't... I mean, he's he's a pocket passer. He's accurate, fantastic at the college level. He's got a lot of skill. I just would very much worry about the size. I don't know how I would ever be able to get over it if I were making such an important decision as a as a GM of an NFL team. Three one two three three two three seven seven six. If you've got a thought, we also got McKnight at the movies coming up. York, it's Thursday. It's time to play. We'll do that when we come back next. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom. Zoom, Zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
1: McKnight at the Movies. Connor McKnight recreates classic cinema on
0: Carmen and Yurko. Only on ESPN Chicago. Every Thursday... You love it. I love it. Yurko loves it. We all love McKnight at the movies. We play along with you. We do not know the movies. Connor selects. It's brought to you as always by the Village of Elmwood Park. Today's gift card is for Russell's Barbecue, a neighborhood classic staple of Elmwood Park, Yurko. Restaurant week starts tomorrow for Elmwood Park. And you know what else is tomorrow in Elmwood Park? It's fight night. They got a WBC uh, amateur title bout tomorrow. I'm going to be there at the Parks and Recreation Center. I'm going to be emceeing the event. I'll be there from about 7 to 9. Emceeing right? the event, Max's Ceremonies? 8th. Yeah, I'm going to be there tomorrow night. These are
1: amateur fights. Carl. Yes.
0: I once saw one. Uh, fight night. A fight night's good. I saw one at the Italian-American uh, Sports Hall of Fame once. Oh, oh, it was fun. Them are always fun. Good stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, Mount Carmel usually has the fight nights in April. Do they really? Yeah. I mean, it's those guys. It's a, fundraiser. Those guys a big get fundraiser it, for those guys. You know, they go after it. So hopefully if you're going tomorrow to fight night in Elmwood Park, I'll see you there buy your tickets on the Villages website. But uh, today's winner, again, will get a $25 gift card to Russell's Barbecue. First correct caller, you guys know the drill. When you think you know, be first at 312-332-3776. Here is part one for this week's McKnight at the Movies.
3: Our scene opens in a hospital man on the bed is in what looks like serious condition his wife weeps by the bedside she's collapsed now into the arms of another man this silver-haired man is clearly a friend to the patient they they Got work it. together they're partners another man perhaps the boss Stands on the other side of the gurney. (laughs) Clearly, the guy on the bed is clearly a victim of some kind of assault. The victim's two co-workers theorize about who could have done this horrible crime. It's clear these two are cops, dragnet types, detectives. But this man's partner isn't offering any kind of solace to the potential widow. He's only making things worse. Every situation he mentions is worse than the last, ranging from embarrassing to honestly pretty hysterical.
0: Two straight weeks with the same actor, which I love. Got that one quick today. Here's part two.
3: A bit on our actors. The man in the bed is infamous. His partner, Standing, is a legend of this type of movie. Wouldn't say he pioneered the craft, but he's got a case for the Mount Rushmore of the genre. The wife has been in a ton across four decades, but nothing that big. The captain has some amazing credits to his name, including a best supporting in 67. The rest of the cast is all over the place. Con- Elvis's daughter, Livia Soprano, Cowboy Joe, and the straw that stirs the drink. That's
0: right. There's a lot of famous people in that movie when you think
3: about it. The, star, the straw that stirs the drink. That's a beautiful hint. Here you go. Last part. Back to the scene. Lieutenant, the partner, just cannot read the room. Just one awful t- Hone deaf thing after another zero bedside manner there's a magoo quality about him this captain is trying to smooth things over best he can it is not going well the wife keeps losing it with every horrible thing her husband's partner comes up with the whole scene this whole movie genuinely funny more sight gags than quips though still as we're about to start baseball season this movie reminds us we can only hope there's no nefarious plot centering around taking out any members of a royal family this year i must
0: kill the queen <laughs> was george kennedy in there yes i must kill the queen uh, he is the uh, the captain yeah uh, <laughs> that's exactly right here let's go to uh, i must kill pap Schmier. let's go to rob in hermosa <laughs> rob what's the movie
3: it's an all-time great The Naked Gun. It is. I a, had it in two seconds. It's an, I had it, too. I it, had that it, one pretty quick. Is that Hermosa Beach, California? Yeah, are you in Hermosa Beach? N- no, it's uh, Hermosa, is in west of Logan Square.
0: Ah, oh, west of Logan know. Square. I didn't even know
1: we I had a live in Hermosa.
3: Hermosa there. used to live a in Logan small Square. small neighborhood. In. It's yeah. a great little neighborhood.
0: I didn't even know about that, and I used to live in Logan Square. How about that? Rob, congrats. <laughs> Hold on, buddy. Good job. They're going to send you the gift card. It is The Great Naked Gun.
2: Oh, my poor Nordberg. He's such a good, mad Frank. He never wanted to hurt anyone. Who would do such a thing? Oh, it's hard to tell. <laughs> Be A roving gang of thugs, a blackmailer, an angry husband, a gay lover. <laughs> Frank, get a hold of yourself. Good cop, needlessly cut down and ambushed by some cowardly hoodlum. There's no way for a man to die. Yeah, you're right, Ed. A parachute not opening, that's a way to die. Getting caught in the gears of a combine. Having your nuts bit off by a Laplander. That's the way I want to go. Oh, Frank. Oh, this is terrible. Don't you worry, Wilma. Your husband is going to be all right. Don't you worry about anything. Just think positive. Never let a doubt enter your mind. He's right, Wilma. But I wouldn't wait until the last minute to fill out those organ donor cards. Uh! What I'm trying to say is that, Wilma, as soon as Nordberg is better, he's welcome back at Police Squad. Unless he's a drooling vegetable. But I think that's only common you sense. you got
0: to love Police Squad. Drugs. Nurse, quick, get this man some drugs. Heroin. That's a tall order, Nordberg. going to have to give me a couple of days. Nicely done uh, by Connor. And uh, I think here's your song, by the way, Yurko. Squeeze black coffee in bed. You ready? Yeah. I've never heard of this. I before. hope we get to the refrain because it's slow at the beginning. All right, hold on. Oh, geez. Let's hear it. Jake found it.
1: Oh, it's the beginning. What in the world? You gotta forward to the refrain, kid. Who sings this? Squeeze. Squeeze? Yeah, 1984. You don't remember Squeeze? No. How never old was
2: it? In 84? I was yeah.
1: Seven. Seven. I yeah. think what we're doing is stealing Black and Abdullah's bit. Song of the day. Song of the day. Don't you dance, kid. I can see where the problems start. <laughs> <trying> <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> <That's
2: tonight.
1: laughs> the, the grotesque lack of rhythm is what really uh, sets you apart. Yeah.
2: On my notebook,
0: it this is terrible. It is. Jake goes down, we grab half of it. Now she's gone. Now she's
1: gone. And I'm back on the beat. That's right.
0: Yeah, look at this. English rock band. Came the prominence in the UK during the new wave period in the 70s. There it
2: is.
1: Eventually. Coffee in bed the right there, the kid. What'd that make a difference? Either way, Coffee go. in bed. That's the song. Song <laughs> of the day. Carmen and goes. <laughs> song of the day. Now, I went to your surveying, Carm. Okay. To find out what well, you said we were just saying. Cream in our coffee. Right. It's coffee clouds in my coffee. Oh, there you go. Clouds in my coffee, clouds oh, my in my God. coffee. So we're saying cream in our coffee, but it is clouds <laughs> in my coffee, so clouds good. in my coffee. So it's actually the lyrics, but we're just saying cream in my coffee. Because so who the hell wants clouds in their coffee? I don't. I want cream in my so
0: coffee. That's your Sauvignon. There oh, is God. coffee mentioned in your sauve. I love it. Good work. I've got more music to play for that's you. That's investigative you know what? work. Good investigative work. Uh, Danny Zetterman sent us this story. I had not seen this. I was glad Danny sent it. Do you know what Andy Reid did to celebrate? His celebratory meal after they won the Super Bowl. You know where Andy went? Celebratory
1: meal. I imagine he went and got himself some pierogies in Kansas City. No, no,
0: he did not. He went to Pizza 51, whatever that is. I wonder if it's good. We might have to go there when we go to Kansas City for the draft. Pizza 51. He got a mushroom and sausage pizza. How about that? Coach Reed said, "And a salad to make my chubbiness feel good." Yeah. Now that sounds like Andy Reid. I like looking at a salad to make myself feel good. Just too. and say maybe just I won't eat it, it, but I'm just going to look at look it. Good. I yeah. feel healthy. So what, so, what so, what
2: would you eat? If
0: you won the Super Bowl,
2: well, don't you know that other kids are starving in Japan? So eat it. Just eat it.
0: What would you eat? What would your celebratory meal be, Erco? Super Bowl champ, maybe like after the party ended, you know, you got off the plane, you guys partied all night, like what do you think would be the beck and call? Cheeseburger. I. Th- you know what, that's funny you say that, I think me too, I think I want to like the best cheeseburger I know of. That's
1: cheeseburger I, I find, Old Faithful. Yeah. That's what I'd go to, Old Faithful, whatever the best cheeseburger
0: in town was. I think I'm with you on that. Danny was making it sound like, oh, you got to go to Cut and get a steak and...
1: Yeah, that's not awesome. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. Not but, always, though.
0: But I think I want, like going back to sometimes you just want something gluttonous. Yeah. Like I think I, I just won, and I'm going to say I'm going to treat myself. I don't get to have cheeseburgers very often. Now I'm going to go treat myself. I'm with you. I think cheeseburger is the way I'd go. Or maybe like my favorite barbecue joint. One of the two. Like I'm getting a smoked rack of ribs. Ooh, I had some sausage yesterday, kid. Did you? some yeah. hot, Like some hot links? Hot links. Dude, i Delicious. I'm a sucker for it, man. Yeah. I'd either get a cheeseburger or I'd go to, like, my favorite barbecue place. And I love, hot, like, real Texas barbecue. And Jake will, Cantu will tell you. You don't do real Texas barbecue without the brisket and the smoked hotling, the homemade hot. Gotta have it, yeah. Oh, Gotta have it. The ba- And the banana pudding for dessert. Oh, you're a big fan Jake, of the pudding. Right? Yeah, the banana pudding. The pudding. That's like a, a Texas anytime. barbecue yeah. staple, pudding. right? Pudding. You get all your sides, too, with that. It's, yeah. it's a meal. You get your... The slaw usually is phenomenal. You get slaw, macaroni. Yep. I'm a beans. big fan of slaw. Beans. Dude, I love Texas barbecue.
1: Beans. You can find some protein in beans, I'm, Carm. I'm telling you. Believe it or not, you can find proteins in
0: beans. Oh, sure. Yeah. Texas does it right, man, with the brisket and Pinto, the... Pinto Navy bean. I, I... What's your bean of choice? Mm, I like Navy beans. I like lentils a lot. I like lentil beans a lentil. lot. Lentil. I love lent. You know. You love lent. Yeah. Lent's coming up.
1: Every Friday, got a sacrifice, Carm.
0: The only thing I don't like that they nest, I like the way we do baby back ribs. I know they do more uh, like uh, beef beef ribs. They do a beef rib. Those are good too. I do love baby backs. It's kind of a Chicago thing. I love smoking baby back ribs. Big ass beef rib too. Oh, yeah. Those meaty, are you kidding me? They're huge. But I love the way they do it, man. Their brisket in Texas, nobody does it. Yeah. It's
1: top notch. I got to give them credit for that. Oh, hold on now, Carm. Uh, You're going to put an apology letter out here because you know where we're going, Kansas City. I know, KC. We're going there at the end of April, Carm. And if you sit there and you say, Texas has got the best. You ain't been to Kansas City yet. I'm going to need. And then when you go to Kansas City, you better get your sorry Key Strout to Carolinas because the people in the Carolinas
0: will offer you this, and they're all different. Our barbecue is superior to the barbecue in the country. They're all different, and I've experimented with all of them at home. Like I've I've made, and I like it. Quite frankly, I have a, a, a homemade. Carolina vinegar recipe that I pair with, like, my smoked pork shoulder. Not surprised. Very good. That doesn't surprise me that you would find that. Yeah, I like it. It's good. I like it all. I love barbecue so much. We are going to need, from our listeners, a place to go in Kansas City. The place to go in KC. That's right. We're going to need to know, like, what's the barbecue joint that you cannot miss? And that might be hard to ask for because there's probably a lot of really good barbecue. Well, we asked for it in Texas, Carm.
1: And we found and, a great and, one. and the Dallas-Fort Worth area is so big, we, yet you found a way to
0: get to the one you needed. Hurtado. Hurtado's? It was good, dude. Yeah. It was good. You and Bailey went, right? Me, Bailey. A few, my, I had a couple of buddies that were down there for the weekend trip. Uh, Leonardo.
1: Leonardo was there.
0: Not Leonardo.
1: The big tall guy. What was his That's name? That's Len. Lenny. I got an L, Carm. Leonardo. There's an L, E, and an N in there. Theoretically, he could have been named Leonardo.
0: That's, that's Big Len Matella. Lenny, Kenney. Belgian League MVP, by the way, circa 2005. I heard. I heard that yeah. Or... Uh, <laughs> I mean, when you're six ten, he played for Club Rouge. Can't you, I mean, you know, when you're six ten, you gotta be the tallest guy in the tallest Belgium. Tallest guy in by Belgium long, by far. <laughs> How hard could it be to you win an MVP? The, you know,
1: Belgium is a combination of two countries, really. Yeah. Like two old, they hate each other. They don't even like each the other. The Belgians can't stand each other.
0: Boy, they make a good waffle, though. I'll give them that. Oh yeah. Uh, coming up next, speaking of basketball, here's a good transition. I mean, I, I don't want to beat a dead horse, but we might have to beat the dead horse a little. And Billy but Donovan's they, kind of beside himself. If we're beating a dead horse, should be secretariat. But <laughs> so go ahead. We'll play some Billy Donovan sound uh, coming up next. Working from home? We're back in the office. Don't miss a minute of Carmen and Yurko. Just ask your smart speaker to play ESPN 1000.
3: Allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is
0: Ho. You know who's uh, texting us, a year ago about Carly Simon and you're so vain. Peggy Kaczynski's husband, Jason Canander. He said it's not Warren Beatty; it's Mick Jagger. I was like, I don't know. I'm gonna. And Jason's a learned individual. And he's been around, but I'm pretty, pretty sure was it's Warren Beatty. To,
1: yeah, she was supposed to come out and like reveal. Yeah. Like at uh, at an auction, somebody bid an inordinate amount of money to find out who it was. Is that right? And I think it was supposed to come out. So we all thought it was Warren
0: Beatty. It could be somebody else. We don't know for sure. Who knows? I think it's Warren Beatty, but he says, no, it's Mick Jagger. (laughs) Cream in my coffee. Clouds in my coffee, cream in my coffee. What difference is it?
1: Well, it makes more sense having cream in the coffee. Of course it does. That was putting clouds in your coffee. It makes a lot more sense. What is that a metaphor for? I don't know. I mean, that's scaring the living H out of me right now, Carly. What are
0: we He's, talking about? He says it's Mick Jagger, believe me, exclamation point. <laughs> Was he there? I don't know. <laughs> we were there when Carly wrote and recorded it. Did she write it? I'm assuming she wrote it. The Bulls blew a twenty four point lead last night, Yerk. Twenty four. How many times this year have the Bulls blown twenty point leads? I feel like it's happened a handful of times. Ugh. They're bad. Have they won since the trade deadline? I don't think they have, right? They've ripped off, what, five straight losses now? AK's talking about the final 28 games, and it's been a disaster for them. down to the final 23, AK, or something like that. What are you going to find out? This was Billy Donovan yesterday after the loss, after blowing a 24-point lead to a
3: very mediocre Indiana team here. You know, just being settled, um, you know, being able to just make the right passes, the right plays, um, really on both ends of the floor. I thought there was a lot of things that we did that maybe – Given up two points turns into like eight you know um, but I do think like the poise and the composure and just being able to pass it where it needs to go through screen to be able to catch through do some of those things And you know I think for some of our younger guys being in those moments is, is is you know although it's painful it's good that they're exposed to some of that stuff in terms of how to have that kind of poise coming down the stretch and, and we've got to be better at it because certainly this has happened a lot to us like we compete pretty hard but What happens is the game gets ratcheted up physically, mentally, emotionally. you got to be able to come down on both ends of the floor and really be incredibly detailed and focused, and you have to execute.
0: Similar refrain from him all year. He's got to be sick of saying that. Don't have poise. We lack focus. We're not executing. We don't have the proper defensive intensity when we need to get stops in the second half. I mean, that has been the recurring theme of this year, and... I mean, they they might miss the play-in game. You're not going to be picking in the top four in all likelihood. You could be sending, like, a 10th pick to Orlando because of the Vooch deal. You're not going to get Portland's pick. You're not going to have a first-rounder. Um, Mag, like, a year later, how much has changed? Like, our general mood and feeling and attitude about this team has changed so much in just a year, but they just seem listless right now, you know, and without... The, uh, going through the emotions. Yeah, right? that's just kind of the way it's just... It's, kind of playing out the
1: string, guys. Now, they say there's 21 games, 24, 23, 23, games left, games left. 23 games left. 23 games left. 23 games left. Playing out the string 24. is what they call it in the
0: industry. Yeah.
1: Yeah, playing out the string. That's
0: it. I think there's 24 because they're at 78, York, so there's 24 games left. 24 that's games,
1: it. yeah. They're, they're not hard. at
0: 78 yeah. with 24 games left. What's that? They're not at
1: 78 with 25. No, no, they're at
0: 58. Excuse me, 58. I'm sorry. Yeah. 58 <laughs> games, 24 left. Right, I got you. Thank you. No, but that's where they're at. They've added games of the season, Yurko. You didn't know that? They should be reducing, not adding. Yeah, I mean, like, I I don't know. I, I can't even, like, muster up the energy or the effort to get behind some sort of, like, playoff push for this team. I'll watch tonight. They're playing the Bucs. They're playing well, the honest last game before the All-Star watch. break. There's no but, reason not to watch. Yeah.
1: They play half a game. I know. They play a half a game. Which is why they're maddening. They dominate the Indiana Pacers. Up then they 24. Find, second time against them in Indiana. They piddled
0: it away. That's a good point. They did do that twice. Yes. Second time, Carm. And Donovan's got to be sick of saying the same things over and over again about the lack of focus and the lack of execution. They just don't have it. And I don't know if you saw Zach Levine shot at the end of the game. Uh, so I was at, I uh, met up with a couple of neighbors, and we were having a beer at the bar down the street. And the game was on. You know what we were more into? We were more into the Northwestern Indiana game. Uh, mm-hmm. Northwestern Indiana game. Sure. So I, I don't know which can shot
1: I you which the, Can you I give you the Phil Jackson analysis of this if yes. he was talking to Michael? Yes. Michael, they're going to double W get the ball to, to, to John. Mm. Get the ball to Pax. So they, those the they, they had bodies that... on him. He went and took a double clutch, had to move it over to the side, tried to fake a guy out, and threw up a three pointer. I mean, if it goes in, you're saying, hey, fantastic shot. It did not go in.
0: So, those are the m- things that Billy Donovan's is talking about move too. Like, are we properly making the yeah. decisions that are necessary to win games in this league? You no. don't need to take the shot because you're Zach Levine. You need to get the ball to an
1: open player with the highest percentage of the shot possible. Yeah. This is not good. It's Wide just... open threes are different than taking contested threes. I totally agree with that. And whether he was doubled or not, but he was covered very well. Was he? He's covered well, put the fake up, and then had to adjust his shot as he went up to go to you know to
0: the side. Mm-hmm. And it looked really like it was, I mean, that's the Hail Mary of Hail Marys. Mm. Yeah, Bulls are a game and a half out of the 10th spot in the East right now. Damn it, I need him just for my bet. I'm starting to get a little worried. Like, I'm going to, it's going to be close. I'm teetering here. I think I'm going to, I think I'm going to be okay. The bet with Bleck and Abdallah. I do not want to eat at the Olive Garden, man. I guess that's why I'm interested in the Bulls playoff push more than anything. I don't think they're going to do a damn thing. I just need them to make the damn tournament. Because I picked them as one of the 10 teams in the East, for crying out loud. Jerry's in Orlando. Park. What's up, Jerry?
3: Hey, uh, I got to believe Zach Levine, I watched that game last night, is the most selfish player in the NBA.
1: He's all about getting his. He, he just does not, you know, mesh with the team. He's going to the hole all the time, jacking up threes. They're up by 20, and he has no conscience at all. I mean, if I was
3: DeRozan, I'd want to
0: Jerry, you're breaking up there at the end a little bit. I don't know what he was going to say if I would want. I don't know. if uh, well, You know, there's been some reports. Cap was reporting it that, that uh, Billy and Zach just aren't on the same page. There was an incident right around Christmas, or I guess it was maybe right after after Christmas, like before New Year's, I think, Eric. Remember that whole story about DeMar and, and Zach not being on the same page and that Zach actually had to be called out a little bit in the locker room and then started playing better for a brief period of time? Look, he's not – I don't know that Zach's a selfish player. He's not a perfect player, and he's not a max player. Uh, We've been telling you that. There are a lot of things to like about Zach Levine and his game. He's not carrying you. He's not a max player. And when you're down your starting point guard all year in Lonzo Ball, when you're down DeMar DeRozan Mm -hmm. and you're shorthanded, to expect Zach to elevate everybody... I think it's not that he's selfish. I think you're expecting something that he's not capable of doing. That's what I think it is. I don't think he's selfish. I don't think he's capable. I guess would be my my retort or my response to that. Would you say Zach Levine is a great sidekick? Yeah, and and that's and that's the way. That's an even better way to put it. Just like Zach needs to be a two or a three with a great player on his team. And he can handle that fine. Yes. Not an issue. Yes. And DeMar DeRozan's not a number one. No. No. So they don't have it. When Zach's got a play make and make the right decisions, you're probably in trouble. And, and, and Vooch isn't a no.
1: one. Oof. So you got a handful Woo. of, you've got twos and
0: threes, twos and threes. They're back to where they were with packs, and, and never, yep. nobody could stand that. My God. And I get it. Like, that ran its course. Okay. But they are no better off. Right now, they are in no better position. They have no first-round draft pick, unless it would take a miracle. I mean, they are no better off, people. I guess Portland could still make it in the... Well, how does that work then, though? They go... So if you lose the play-in tournament, you're back in the lottery, right? Yeah, if you're... I think so, yes. They could make that tournament out west, but you're probably not going to get Portland's pick. You're probably not going to get lucky enough to get a top-four pick and hold on to your own. They are no better off, people. The only good thing is they've got... They can trade Zach this offseason, I guess. And you can maybe try to stock up on some assets and reload with some picks, if you find a team that is good, that feels like they're a piece or two away, that wants a, a scorer in Zach, you go out and you make a deal this summer. And you got to believe here. I mean, AK talking about the 28 games. thing. remember Black and Abdallah played that montage of how many times he said it in his 15-minute yeah. press. He said it like 13 times in a 15-minute press conference last week about these last 28 games and evaluating. They can't like what they're seeing. He can't like what he's seen all year, despite what he might say publicly. And he might have already made his mind up. But the way this is trending now, these final 24 games that are left and what we've seen since the the trade deadline, uh, not a good look. And it's going to lead them to the path of we're going to have to kind of reset this thing and blow it up here a little bit come the offseason. Maybe they shocked Milwaukee tonight. Milwaukee played a couple nights ago, played an overtime game, played a great game. Uh, Boston, really, I was impressed with two nights ago York they played extremely shorthanded and went to overtime in Milwaukee. Milwaukee is now one eleven in a row, yeah, and th- so you
1: 're hoping that they fall asleep they can't win twelve the 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 smooth dozen that they just kind of
0: forget about it. They played two nights ago They uh, at home. They, they had to exert themselves more than they probably thought they would on their home right. floor. They had to go to overtime. No uh, Jalen Brown, obviously, was hurt right now. Jason Tatum didn't play because he was sick and Marcus Smart was out. So they really played shorthanded and Boston hung tough and forced overtime. So they exerted themselves a lot. But, yeah, can they make it 12 in a row? Uh, we'll see. But, yeah, they ripped it, off a Is this street.
1: the day when Grayson Allen averages 10-5 oh, against God. the Bulls? I know what. He'll score 28 points. Captain Pudwack in the building tonight. Yeah.
0: Now we got to watch that. Well, let's see what he does. What dirty tricks he has up his sleeve tonight. Thanks for reminding me. Well,
1: I had to remind you. Because when everybody's hurt and everybody's banged up, guess what ends up
0: happening? Grayson Allen, yeah, the somebody floor. steps up. Oh God, I can't. Somebody see that. steps up. That'd be the only reason to watch that. What By the way, thing I, ex- I
1: expect them to have trouble against Philadelphia, Milwaukee. Oh, no, that's early in the year. Hold on. What are you talking, talking about? At? When, yeah. Your overtime against Boston. Boston. Yeah. Boston. But Boston was extremely
0: shorthanded. Yeah. I was impressed with Boston's effort that night. You were down your two best players. Yeah. And they went to overtime. I don't think the Bucs have lost since Middleton's been back, have they? Cleveland was their last loss, 114-102,
1: January 21st, Carm.
0: Yeah, I don't think they've lost a game since Middleton got back in the lineup. And now they're going to get Crowder at some point up to speed. Sure. They've got Drew Holiday. They're going to be a tough out, man, the way they defend. If they stay healthy... They would have been a tough route last year had Middleton not got hurt. If they stay healthy, I'm telling you.
1: How come you're not going to tonight's game?
0: You know, I don't know. I I figure you'd be locked into this one. I I tell you what I want to do. I want to go see the Bulls play up there. Sylvie's done that. I want to see that building. You want to go to Milwaukee? Yes. I think that'd be fun. Pfizer, go up there, see it, stay, go see uh, our our company headquarters, the new building, the the new digs downtown Milwaukee. Do you want me to tell you when they're there? Sure. Are they? Do they go up there one more time? I'm I'm taking a look.
1: See if uh, you can get there at Milwaukee Wednesday, April 5th. Wednesday, April 5th. Wednesday, April 5th, 6:30 game. Carm, we'll try that. If you left after the show, you'd be there in plenty of time. Plenty of
0: time. You kidding me? April 5th. I think you should do that. Trip I'd like to make at some point. I just gave you the day. They beat some good teams in this winning streak too. York, you got two. You got two choices.
1: You can go to uh, April 5th game against Milwaukee at Milwaukee, or April 7th at
0: Dallas. Which one do you take? Milwaukee, it's a lot easier to get to. I can drive. Like Luca though. Ah, uh, have I seen Giannis play live? Geez, I don't think I have yet. I feel like I'd remember that. But I also would have I, I don't think I've seen Giannis play live yet. Shame on me. That's when we got a circle. We're gonna cross talk in about fifteen minutes. Let's get that done. Yeah, I I like seeing the generational players live. <laughs> Let's I make get that circle. I make it a habit of that. I'm call me crazy. I'm still a sports fan. Forty six. <laughs> I'm not totally jaded. Just don't get load managed. Pick well, a game that's, and get I, load uh, I mean, listen. We were. I was telling that story.
1: Carmen's been managing his load for years. Thank you. This guy will not work too hard. Thank you, thank you very much. That. Yes. Don't overextend Lo- yourself.
0: No. 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 Your role. Load you manage. Load manager. You. you load manager. I make it a habit of trying to get and guy. see all the best. I've seen Steph. I've seen LeBron. I've seen KD. You know, you want to see. I've seen Embiid play live. You want to see those guys play live. It's good. Yeah, I want to see Giannis play live. I want to see Luca play live. Of course. Absolutely. One of my great joys was sitting courtside for a lot of years covering the Bulls, getting to see Allen Iverson and Kevin Garnett coming to the United Center and play in front of you, and you're wowed by that. Iverson was one of the most fun guys I've ever watched play live, ever. Crosstalk coming up in uh, 10 minutes. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Zoning out on that Zoom meeting? Zoom, zoom, zoom. zoom. Find out what Carmen and Yurko were talking about. Tell your smart speaker to play ESPN One Thousand. Northwestern's going to crack the uh, top twenty-five, right? You're you're the college basketball maven. Aren't? Yeah, I guess they would. I guess think? they
1: would. There have been times this show in Purdue was the only Big Ten team ranked in the top twenty-five. Indiana had been there. Rutgers had been there, but they've fallen in and out. But, yeah, it looks, like, uh, it looks like Northwestern should be able to
0: crack the top 25. While watching the game last night, I thought I saw them flash a graphic up that this is the – I mean, this is not going to surprise you. They're, they're doing a lot of firsts this year. In Evanston, right? First time they ever beat a top-ranked team, yeah, team, number one team? Yeah, number one team.
1: They're
0: 0-19 before that. I think they've now beaten four ranked opponents this year. Does that sound right, Yerk? First time that's ever happened in program history? Well, it so, could be, right? Yeah, I think so. I thought I saw that graphic flash up on the screen. They almost blew it. They had a big lead, hung on and beat Indiana. They're going to make the tournament. they got enough wins, enough signature wins, it looks like, and they're probably going well, to be a top-ranked I, first I think
1: team. it's where you end up finishing in the Big Ten, too. As they're far as right like now, right? what You're, they look
0: like, yeah. They're second? Well, oh, I
1: believe they are, yes. Yeah. I'm just perusing them right now. Oh, they lost to Auburn earlier this year. Not by a lot. Pittsburgh lost. Rutgers, Michigan. At that point, Rutgers was not ranked. And then I got losses to Iowa and Michigan. But they beat Wisconsin, Nebraska, Minnesota. Indiana, Purdue. Two ranked teams. Two teams in the top 20. There you go. There's Ohio State, Wisconsin. A lot of good wins. A lot of solid wins, Carm, but you said four wins against ranked opponents. Maybe maybe I saw that. That's true. No. So they beat number 20, Michigan State. At the time, Michigan State was number 20. Okay. Okay. As I go down, they beat number 15, ranked Indiana on January 8th. There you go. Then they beat number one, Purdue, and number 14, Indiana. There you are. 10 and 5 in the Big Ten. 19 victories already, Carm. They're going to make it. Dare I say, dare I say that they will be marching into March Madness this year. Uh, maybe with a pretty
0: decent seed too. They've won seven and nine. Yeah, right. You're gonna be somebody's gonna grab them in your Calcutta. York, oh, you getting ready? You excited? Oh, I'm not supposed to talk about that. I'm oh, sorry. Oh, I mean, what are you Please. talking about?
1: The guys when they get together and have some festivities and some yeah. chicken wings that's and all. just talk politics that's, that's, that's and all. the strength of the region and such. That's all it is. Yeah. Is that what you're talking about? That's of course, I'm there's tremendous excitement. That's what I'm there was about. such excitement last year that two groups found a way to have the final four. Yeah that one of them decided after their team on on Saturday night had qualified for the championship, or their two teams had qualified for the championship, they got a plane and they went down and got tickets to the game and saw the game. Just on a whim. On a whim they decided to go. Not that there was some sort of craziness happening or a theoretical windfall. Well, was there a a theoretical No, I'm just saying, you know, not that there was. Right, not that there was. Not that there was. But they decided to get themselves a private plane wow, and get tickets to the game. And the whole conglomerate flew down and had themselves a little bit of fun.
0: No kidding. They did it right. I give them credit. One of these days, I want to be on that trip. I want to be on the other end of the call. When well, the you gotta, says, you gotta, we got a private plane. We're going right. to see so-and-so. But
1: you got to be in the mix. I know. If you're never in the mix, how do you know? As the Illinois Lottery
0: says, you got to play. You got to play if you're going to get paid, right? You got to play. You got to be in it to win it. You got to be in it to win it, right? I just want to get that phone at? call. I don't. I want to get are that you phone at, call like from.
1: One what are of my you, what's rich Leonardo? friends. What's Leonardo doing? I, he's not. Buying, he's not renting a private plane. Le- Leonardo Duhamel, the the big Belgian. What's he doing? <laughs> what's your guy
0: doing? What's his name? Leo Emmett. Len Matella. Len Mattella. I, I, I well, one of my rich friends. I don't have any rich friends really. I I don't know. Oh, bull crap, I, I, karma. Well, a couple guys who do. You got well some movers and
1: shakers.
0: I want him to be like, hey, private plane. We're going to see Auburn, Alabama. Done. In. Boom!
1: Yeah, I got yeah, I got captains of that's industry never karma. I'm down there with the, this event with captains of industry. It's never happened. Guys that sell the most eggs in the Midwest. All types of crazy going on. Boy, that's a business to be nowadays, in right now. Nowadays, <laughs> nowadays eggs are what does a carton of eggs yeah, cost yeah, right I'm now? Telling you, what? well, downtown a little bit more than it is by me. Sweet Jesus. Yeah. Got up to about $8.99, $9.99 per dozen. Like you say, you can't go get breakfast for less than $20 anywhere. Well, it's crazy. No, I mean, it's, it's n- crazy; it's nuts. All types of movers and shakers. I got guys that invented uh, the cotton gin down there. All right, here you go. Relatives of Eli Whitney. <laughs> Eli Whitney. I'm talking about. Um, They're
0: still on that cotton gin money. Are you kidding me? Coming up next, we have a crosstalk with Waddle and Sylvie Meller is in once again for Sylvie. Carly it's The great
1: nephew, the guy that had the right. invented the Bessemer
0: process. <laughs> Carly simon rubber got the uh, final word brought to you by Bath Planet. Carmen and Yurko present
1: today's final word.
2: Because you had
1: to be a big shot, didn't you? You had to open up your mouth. Today's final word, to last word on Carmen and Yurko.
2: Hi, I'm Carly Simon.